Breakfast on SEN. Great to have your company as well. It is the 8th of January 2024. If you're just waking up, I'm a cafe menu today with myself, Sam Edmund, and my fine running mate, Kane Corns, today, the Port Adelaide icon. Andrew Westergott's going to join us for Lawn Pier, the pub, the countdown to that this weekend. We'll be broadcasting there live. Dwayne Russell and myself this Friday just happens to be the day that SEN turns 20 as well. We've got some... Uh, activations and some promotions to bring you on that front as well. We've got a bit of a party down at the pub, as you do. Simon Cadditch is going to join us, BP as well. Questions without notice. But, Kane, um, today you were particularly keen on, um, and I know a lot of the summer's been taken up by David Warner. Should he be in? Should he not be in? Who's going to replace him? Is he going to have a point from within, a point from without? It's all getting a little bit tired. But the legacy piece is really interesting yeah. in, in, in the sense of how we will remember David Warner, first and foremost, and perhaps long term. Have you you've you've can't, can't well, cast just, the net quite I wide? Can't, uh, good morning to everyone. If you're just joining us for the first time, I can't quite remember a, an athlete as polarizing as David Warner for for the great that he was. And look, he's a great when you look at any metric and games played for his country and and his record. But there's a lot of people celebrating the retirement, like even past players, Damien Martin's gone gone to Twitter and, and had a crack and essentially said, thank goodness it's over. Yeah. There's been other criticism about how long the Fair World Tour has gone on for and the fanfare around his last test match. There's just sort of random cricket Twitter accounts that I've seen pop up, not that I follow, but they're just in my timeline. This is an example of some of the commentary around David Warner. He was arrogant. He was unlikable. He took sledging too far. He orchestrated a cheating scandal that led to bans for himself and two others. He never fully took responsibility. He picked needless fights on Twitter with journos and players. Um, And this is Simpsons Cricket on Twitter. And it goes on and on and on. Mm. How will you remember David Warner? I I don't have those strong feelings about him. I, I admire what he became and I admire the career that he had and you know, apart from the the cheating scandal, which which was huge, he didn't ever really offend me, David Warner. I took it for what he was. I thought he was incredibly competitive. Some players, when they cross the white line, yep, they go a step too far on occasions, but that is the competitive nature within them. But he mm. just didn't he didn't offend me like he did some of you out there. And I just wanted to ask the question this morning: How will you remember him? We're going to see him a lot more in commentary as well. Yep. I think that's an interesting choice from. Fox Cree doesn't seem to be a natural um, thinker of the game. He's dabbled uh, in it, hasn't he? No, I think he'll be good. Oh, look, uh, whenever we've talked about this particular athlete, um, the feedback on the temper text is overwhelmingly negative. It is. Now, I suppose yeah. people are, are motivated on a negative front to text in, um, but definitely more against him of late. And I, I just wonder if that's because I'm not sure if there's anything in this. As he, It feels like there's another chapter, and whether that be the book or a sit-down tell, or it feels like he's never really... Steve Smith bared his soul when went on mm. out the other... It, for mm. me, it feels as like, and I wonder if this is a bit to do with it, that he never really came out and divulged everything. It doesn't feel like it. It feels like the proper story from the David Warner perspective has never been told. So maybe maybe there's this is still to play out. Does the Candace Warner thing fit into it as well? You know, yep. um, th- does, that, does that count against him? I mean... The man has been hated on like you've never you've never seen, and yet for all of that, he's uh, he's performed relatively well. Rel- I mean, particularly on these shores, and those will get into him, um, you know, outside of Australia, and the fact that he's you know a so-called flat track. But he's bully. entertained as well. Like 
across all three this, formats this was, too. This, this was never the, the case. I don't think when he when he bur- burst onto the scene, uh, maybe pre sandpaper and all that. Like he was celebrated. Like we've never. He has entertained us more than any cricketer probably ever. Mm. Really, like and and he was at the forefront of the big bash emerging and and that shorter format. And he was must watch in the field. Like you couldn't take your eyes off him when he was batting. So for someone that has like it wasn't as if he was Mark Taylor, just boring, mm. boring. And you can understand the pushback there. But maybe it's synonymous with the Australian cricket team as a whole. And oh, maybe yeah. I, I, I definitely feel like the Aussie fans feel like they are unrelatable a little bit. And and I, I get the reasons mm. behind it. But how many of the Australian cricketers now are loved? Like h- how many? Uh, truly admired and loved because when I was, I hate saying this, but when I was growing up, we loved, we loved them all really. Like we loved Warney and we loved Hayden. We loved Langer. Steve Waugh was my, we loved Mark Waugh. I loved Buff Lehman. Like they were all, you looked up to them and you admired them. But now, and, and even just digressing a little bit, I read this article from uh, Julian Linden in the, in the mm. News Corp papers yesterday on how irritating Labuschagne and Smith are. I, he's, he's, I read this piece. No, I did. I, I, I you agree. loved it, I didn't agree. you? I agree with this So one. for those who missed it, it, the essence of Julian's whole column was that they linger at the crease for too long they when petulant. they go out. They're, they're petulant. But I've thought this about Steve Smith for a, a long time. Not just when he gets out and he hangs you think around. Pe- and, you, think, you think petulance? Yeah. I th- I That's stronger way. That, I think the way that he bats Steve Smith and his hand gestures and to me, it's a little bit selfish the way that he bats because if he misses a ball or if he makes an error, it is never his fault. And he's always looking to do a gesture. Oh, the ball stayed low. Or there's an issue with the pitch. And I'm thinking, what about the guy at the other end? Like oh, The you're guy you're competing to, against? You get, well, no, nah, the, the, the batsman at the other end, you're trying to spook him, telling him that there's all these gremlins in the pitch. Now, how about you just play, <laughs> play a bad shot? The a man's shot a little bit kooky, I'll give you that. I'm not, sure he's petu- I'm not sure just, he's petulant. If you get out, get off. And this is this is the essence of this article. from, And he's written some good stuff lately, uh, Julian Linden. I, I'm liking his work. but And, and Labuschagne is, is copying everything that Smith does because of the relationship that, that they have and the way that Labuschagne looks up to Smith. If you get out, get off. So anyway, it's, it's all intertwined. It's, it's, it, but it's all intertwined yeah. for me about mm. the Australian cricket team. So it starts with starts with Warner and the way that he's been. Cummins and Alinta, I reckon that was a big part. All, of it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But who who of the Australian cricket? Like I love Nathan Lyon. I think he's one of the Travis great. Head, te- Travis Head. Travis loved. Head's likable, yeah, isn't he? Loved. And related, but there's not many like there was. Uh, here's Michael. We- so Warner showed no remorse, unlike the other two after the sandpaper scandal. He was arrogant, and he said nothing. He will be remembered, especially for that. So that's the harsh. Mm. And there's a mixture of positive here. Warner just needed to be a little bit more humble at times and show some modesty. Um, not everyone has universal love. Not even Warney says Ben. Um, mm. Boys, I think you are forgetting Adam Gilchrist as well coming through. Um, we loved him. We loved him, absolutely. He'd be hard-pressed if he didn't. We loved Hussey. Like, you could yeah. just, like, we loved them all. Mm. And now you're struggling to come up. You and I are struggling to come up with three Australian cricketers that we love. So, so something has happened um, in, in more recent times where, where you know they're not as relatable as what, what they were. Just on Cam Green. I love you, Kane, but big egg coming for you. Cam Green is real. Alex Kane, Cam Green has a test century under his belt. He has a test oh. bowling fifer. Not many cricketers have achieved this. His fielding is exceptional. 
Check can out I his highlights. You, You'll yeah, be amazed. Can I give you, can I give you his, his recent performances at test level before we start anointing him as the face of cricket for the next 12 years? 6, 25, 38, 28, duck, 18, 16, 3, dropped. And then he wasn't able to get himself a spot in the World Cup. So I, I get that there's talent and there's far better cricket minds than I that are so excited about Cam. Everyone is lauding Cam Green. It is too early. Let, let's just see it for five <laughs> test matches in a row before we start saying he can replace Warner as the opener for the Australian cricket team. Relax. His bowling is... Oh, it's very mild. I keep he bowls one forty. No, he doesn't. He doesn't bowl one forty. He doesn't hardly bowl at all. I don't bowl him. So let's just relax on the Cam Green love. He's he's got a lot of work to do before he's the face of cricket, as Nathan Lyon has said for the next twelve years. And Mitch Marsh is loved now. Says nine one five. He's True. loved now. He, as he said, he was the most hated man in in Australia there for a period of time. David Warner, how will he remem- be remembered? Well, he was asked exactly that question. How would you like to be remembered? David Warner was. Uh, exciting, entertaining, and I hope uh, I put a smile on everyone's face with the way that I played, and hopefully the young kids out there can follow in my footsteps. White ball cricket to test cricket. It's the pinnacle of our sport, so keep uh, working hard to play the red ball game because it's entertaining as well. And there's also no doubt that as time goes on, our fondness grows for people. I'm not mm. sure if we remember the good times. Uh, I guess that's human nature as much as anything. you'll be a good commentator. I think it'll fight. Yeah, yeah, I do. I think you will. Yeah. Yeah, I think they'll iron out the rough spots. You can learn all that stuff. And I think his opinion will be strong and everyone will be listening. Yeah, I think well, that's I think... what they're paying for. They're, they're paying for the unfiltered opinion. Yeah. And we want the raw stuff. About... We don't want the polish. Well, we, we do. Um, so that that's what they're paying for. Whether he is going to be able to deliver on that, I don't see him as a natural uh, commentator. But if he's going to have a strong opinion, I'm all for will... that. So we'll wait and see. We're going to hear a lot more from him. Will though. you buy his book? Yep. Yeah, and who replaces him? It's pretty much the hottest seat in Australian sport at the moment. The 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 other opening position at the other end for Usman Khawaja. So, um, Cam Bancroft is campaigning, as I mentioned. Steve Smith campaigning, and and almost six years on from sandpaper, Cam Bancroft, as he says, has a chance to at thirty one to owe his country, as he says, maybe exercise some demons as well if he can actually make this opportunity stick. Should he get it, but. The thing that I can't get past is two years ago, he was asked explicitly, did the bowlers have any knowledge or understanding of the plan to use sandpaper in Cape Town? And he said, well, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Now, Cummins, Stark, Hazelwood all bowled that day. Cummins is now the captain. They have vehemently denied any knowledge of sandpaper. Stark, uh, uh, starkly denied it, all three of them. No knowledge. So... Now, if Cam Bancroft is to somehow come back into that team, and he was asked this question this week, is, you know, does there, is there some relationships that need to be repaired here? And he said, oh, no, no, I think all time has ensured that that doesn't need to happen. Time if he's here. overlooked, if he's overlooked off the back of making more runs than anyone in the last two years and yep. being the specialist opener and the obvious replacement, do you think that's a factor? Well, it feels like a specialist position, doesn't it, opening? Like, I'm not... 100% I'm, it, it feels like it's... Let, we Let's are, just we've... put Cam Green in to open the batting for us. Now, that'll work against West Indies on the flattest track in the country in Adelaide on the 17th of January. No no, no drums. I'm sure Cam Green will put himself fine. But what's it going to look like overseas when, mm. the, when the new ball's doing a bit, when the Duke's just moving around a little bit? Yeah, and I mean, we've got every trophy in the cabinet with the setup that we've got. So I'd be loath to move Green around or even Smith around as much as he's campaigning to do it for a challenge late in his career. And if it is a specialist role, then the best available specialist in the role at the moment 
is the man we've just mentioned. So does he deserve oh. another crack? And history's littered with people who, who fail the first time around, come back with everything they know and the maturity and the knowledge and the know-how to, to make it stick. Usman Kawasha is a, a good example. Exactly right. We want your thoughts. What, what do you think? Join in the conversation with us, one 736 736 That is the open line this morning, uh, and you can have your say. I do want to talk some footy this morning. Yeah, indeed. I, I do. And I, and I want to hear from the people going back to work for the first time this year. I mean, is it... Is well, it's green. Is it about now that everyone's back? Are like, you back? Let, let, let us know. What do you play? If you're still yeah. on leave, half your luck. And uh, wherever you might, if you're listening from somewhere exotic, maybe most exotic listening location for today. <laughs> but I'd, the world starts again now, doesn't it? Second week of Jan. Yeah, and I reckon the start Orders for footy restored. for our game is generally as soon as the Australian Open concludes. But they're all back on deck soon in the next week or Sammy, two. It's fifty nine days until mm. round one or Feels tight. Round, whatever. It's whatever. Tight, isn't gonna, it? It's going to come around quicker than you can imagine. Fifty nine days. That that's round one or opening round. This is not the preseason, so uh, it's gonna it's gonna happen. Yeah, and you're right. Mainly, all the players are back today, so I want to talk some footy as well this morning. Yeah, we'll talk some uh, Clayton Oliver. We'll talk the Western Bulldogs as well. Noddy's dropped us a text. Kane, new Lord Jason or Francis, but you say it's too early to Lord Green. Oh boy, there's a shots fired across the bow there. Oh, I can see the hamster running around. Yeah, the <laughs> guy had 16 Brownlow votes in his second year. It's more than what Cam Green's got to show at the moment. Test century, Test Fifer. Not many yeah. have done that. I don't reckon. Okay, we'll talk some footy after the break. SCM Breakfast is powered by Kubota. More than 40 years have been making tomorrow matter. They shape and they build Australia together. Give us a ring. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. And a reminder, we turn 20 on Friday, January 19, that is. It's Friday week to celebrate. We're giving away invitations. Join us at the Sporting Globe in Richmond. Join us at the pub. The invitation will be for you and a friend to join us for some celebratory drinks at the Sporting Globe, Friday 19th of January from 3 o'clock. More details on that to come shortly.